And welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm Jane Nakata, your host, a coach for Japanese women and a retreat coordinator here in Japan. So today I have a solo episode for you. I just really want to talk about some of the amazing things that happened last week on my trip to California to the um, Business by Design live event. And, but first, before I get started into that, I would love to say a big thank you to all the people who have been uh, reviewing and rating this podcast. Um, one of the um, reviews I got was just so, so beautiful, so inspiring that to make me, uh, to, you know, for me to actually keep doing this. So I never imagined when I started this podcast that it would be such a like a, a connect a connect a way of connecting for people who are living in Japan in you know various places around um, the country. So um, I got a review from Peggy, and so she says the working in Japan is not only teaching English. Jane's podcasts are introducing women in a variety of locations. I can often relate to things said in the podcast. It is giving giving me motivation to try new things. How awesome is that? And hearing the interviewer, you, sorry, interviews makes me feel like I'm making new friends. This is the first time I've ever listened to a podcast series. As a woman living in rural Japan, I highly recommend that, recommend this to other women looking for help and ideas living in Japan. So thank you so much for that, Peggy. That was a beautiful review. And actually, that's exactly what I'm trying to do here is, you know, show you what people are doing in Japan. You don't have to be just an English teacher. You could be um, like my recent guest, um, a lawyer. She's been, like Catherine is a lawyer in Japan. Um, another recent guest, Helen, she uh, teaches communication skills in Japan. Um, you know, Heather was also on recently. She's an Eng English teacher and transitioning out of that and more into her business with ar aroma oils and things. So, you know, there are so many opportunities for us now living in Japan. And yeah, I know it's, it's easy and safe and the money just sort of always keeps rolling in if you're an English teacher. But if it's not your jam, if it's not lighting you up, um, yeah, why not give something else a go or just, you know, do a wee experiment and see what that looks like. So thank you so much for that review, Peggy. And I also have one from Stacy. Thank you so much, Stacy, for your review. Um, she says, as your interviewee's friend, a woman and a permanent resident of Japan, but outside a big center and self-development junkie, Transformations Podcast appeals. Thank you so much. And thank you for su subscribing. Yeah, so it's lovely to hear from women who are outside the big centers like Tokyo and Osaka who are finding value in this podcast. So thank you for that. Also, just a quick update on the competition. That will be, um, by the time you are listening to this, it will have been drawn. And so I will be announcing that soon. 
and yeah so the competition is finished for now but please do go ahead and rate and review in itunes anyway i really appreciate that okay so on to what happened um on my big trip to california last week so i'll just take you back a little bit before that i think it was about back in june i think um when i just decided that i was going to go to this event and it just seemed so outrageous that i would be going away for a week overseas without my family just me and um my business buddies helen and annie Pigero down in okinawa hey annie <laughs> so at that time I couldn't even conceive that it would be possible. But what I could do, and it was the smallest possible step that I could take towards being able to do this, was to actually go and put it on my calendar. So I found out what day it was gonna be, the days it was gonna be on, and I just blocked off those days so that I, so that I wouldn't put anything in there, nothing was going to um, get in the way of me going. Um, I didn't know how I was gonna get there, but, I blocked off those days and it was with a shaking hand honestly I was not just like oh yeah I'll just block off those days I was literally had the pen in my hand I could barely I was like feeling sick you know when I was just drawing that little line across those days and writing Jane in California and once I did that and um, someone who I've started following recently his name is Jim Fortin he um, he his way of explaining this is putting a stake in the ground or a line in the sand and just saying okay this is my intention when i once i did that things started to happen so um well obviously first i had to talk to my husband about this and say is this something you'd be willing to you know support me with and so i said to him and so there's this amazing event i really want to go um, it's in California. I'll be gone for, I said five days, but it actually turned into like a whole week. Um, I'll be gone for like five days. And he was like, yeah, sounds great. You should go. And so thankfully he was super supportive from the get go. And that was no problem. So after that, it was just a matter of, okay, well, what's going to happen with my kids while I'm away? Um, I didn't worry too much about, you know, where was I going to get the money for this? Because I know as soon as I decide to do something, the money usually comes to, well, flows to me to pay for some, for things like this. So that was sort of the hardest part really was just getting over myself and even um, believing that this was something that I could do. So yes, um, how, the how, like, you know, um, a lot of, People listening out there in Japan especially will be like, well, how on earth did you leave your kids for a week? And that was something that um, I didn't worry too much about because I knew that somehow it would work out. Now, we don't have a big family um, support network here where I live. It's just me and my husband and my two kids. And my husband's family lives a thousand kilometers away in Totori. We have not a single relative in the, you know, within like even a hundred kilometers. <laughs> so, but you know, that's really, that's no excuse. So what I decided was that I needed to become a person who could um, receive help 
from others. So actually around me, there are a lot of people who are willing to help, but I had to become a person that would be able to ask, you know, able to step out there and ask and receive with gratitude, the help from the people who are more than willing to help. So um, we, my team, <laughs> I like to call them team Nakata or my, my team that was supporting me to be able to go and do this was a neighbor who lives across the street, who has lived there since the disaster happened uh, seven years ago. Um, her family's house was washed away in the tsunami and they moved next across the road from us after um, the disaster. So ever since then, that family has been like uh, another sort of like our relatives. Yeah, they're sort of like surrogate grandparents and they just love, love my children. And so I just reached out to them and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Could you help? And they were like, yeah, we'd love to. What, what do you want us to do? <laughs> and also um, a good friend of mine was thrilled to have a chance to come and spend time with my kids and look after them while I was away. So, you know, my husband would go to work in the morning after my daughter had gone to school and she leaves at 7.15 in the morning. And so he needs to get going to his work around then. That's sort of the latest. So he would take my son across the road to our neighbor's house. And my son would stay there until the bus came to take him to kindergarten. And then when the bus brought him back at 2.30, he would go back across the road to the neighbor's house. And my daughter would go there after she came home from school. And my husband did his best to get home as early as he could through the whole week. And sometimes my friend came and looked after the kids after school and they got through the week with no problems whatsoever. And so I, while I was away, because the time zones were so like bad in, in that the kids would eat, when I was awake, the kids would either be asleep or at school or I'd be at the event and I would have no Wi-Fi. There was no Wi-Fi there. So I was just completely sort of offline during the event. So I did not see their faces for like nearly a week. Like I couldn't talk to them on the internet because they were either asleep or not there. And so it was finally like on like the second to last day I got to talk to them. And I saw my son on the, on the, you know, Skype or whatever it was. And he looked like he'd grown in like the five days that I hadn't seen him. He looked huge. You know, <laughs> I was like, what have you been doing while I was away? Um, but you know, I was with um, Annie, my friend Annie, who also had small children and we were sort of, you know, oscillating between, wow, this is so amazing to be here. And oh my God, are my baby's okay back at home. But I think we spent more time in the, this is amazing to be here zone than, oh, I miss my, my baby so much. But um, I could say we were both really glad to get home <laughs> and see them again. So that was a huge learning experience for me as a mother um that you know i can trust my husband he's a super father he you know he was super proud of himself for you know holding the fort for a whole week while i was away dealing with the kids going to work um you know cooking food all that stuff and actually i'm so glad to be able to give him that chance to, to show that, you know, he can do it. And he was really, really proud of himself for that. So thank you, husband. If you are listening to this, I know you listen sometimes. Um, 
I'm so, you know, I'm just so lucky to have you as my um, number one supporter and cheerleader here. Um, yeah, so, so much gratitude for my network of support that helped me to be able to go to this, even just to go to this event. Um, it, that was just amazing. So, yeah, getting over myself, asking for help, letting people help me. I'm really, really working on that. <laughs> so we got to, so I went to California with Helen and Annie. We got there and the jet lag is amazing when you go to the States after flying overnight. Um, and then I sort of didn't think too much about the culture shock that might happen because I was like, well, it's all English, isn't it? You know, I'll be able to communicate with people. But when I got there, all the cars were on the wrong side of the road and they were all huge, you know, like the massive pickup trucks and SUVs that people drive there. It was, <laughs> it was like I had, was it, we were all sort of little aliens that had, had arrived for on the planet earth for the first time. And we went to a restaurant for lunch with another um, participant of the event. And uh, she, she's, um, her name's Andrea and she was, she's from America herself. And so she wasn't as jet lagged as the other three of us. And she just thought we were hilarious trying to read the menu, trying to decide what to eat. Um, you know, and yeah, we just really felt like it was, even though it's all English and all of that, it was really quite a culture shock, especially coming from being in Japan and that. So it took a couple of days to get over that, but by the end of it, we were sort of in the swing of things. So that was good. So yeah, we went to this event and I have to say live events are amazing. I mean, I, I've done my own live events, you know, I've been putting on retreats for quite a while now. I do even one day um, inspirational events for Japanese women here in Fukushima but actually for the first time attending somebody else's um, large scale live event that was very professionally put on was just, yeah, amazing. Um, the atmosphere in the room was one of support and inspiration. Everyone was extremely open. I could just walk up to absolutely anyone in the room and just start talking and they would be, you know, completely open to talking back to me. It wasn't like, Oh my God, who, who should I talk to? I'll just hide over in the corner until, um, you know, it's time to sit down and listen to someone, you know, speaking again. Um, so that was, that was just wonderful. And I think actually team Japan, that's what we were calling ourselves. The three of us from Japan who went, were the very first people to show up for the event on the first day. And it was so wonderful to be a, they were expecting us and B that to be welcomed so warmly um, by the team that was organizing the event. So yeah, extremely fabulous vibe there. Um, I got so many insights as to how to run an, an amazing event like that. And I'm really looking forward to putting into practice some of those things. So part of the event was that we um, listened to some speakers. And one of them was Jim Fortin, who I mentioned just a little bit earlier. And so I think 
out of all the things that I, I heard, like there were so many great strategies and inspirational, you know, stories and things. But the one thing, if I took nothing else away from that whole event, the one thing that I thought was just so integral to me moving forward in the future is these two words. Stop thinking. Thank you, Jim, for those two words. Stop thinking. What does that mean? So um, you will all have, you know, you will all know you have an inner dialogue, right? That voice in your head, the chattering that goes on. Um, some kind, sometimes it can be extremely mean. Sometimes that internal dialogue is extremely worried. You can... Um, you know, this is different to actually thinking through things, right? So somebody said to me, well, what's the difference between the inner dialogue and, you know, thinking through, you know, actually thinking. And I'm like, well, thinking is when you actually have something that you're working on, you're thinking through it, you're, um, you know, getting ideas out, um, maybe you're writing something, whatever. That's a little different to that voice in your head that's going, oh my God, what did you just do? You're so useless. Um, nobody wants to hear what you have to say, um, quick, um, delete that post that you just put on Facebook before somebody judges you, whatever, you know, that, that unhelpful voice that's going on and on. What if this happens and what if that? And so his advice is just to stop thinking, right? Just, just stop it. <laughs> and I was like, well, that, that's so easy. Why are we not doing that? Right? Why are we not doing that? And we were given an exercise at the event to actually look at a particular point in the room for one minute without thinking anything. And it was so damn hard. Uh, he was like, okay, one minute's finished. So how many of you were like, oh my God, that was like 10 hours. And how many of you were like, Having had an internal dialogue about the the point in the room that you were looking at going through your head, like we couldn't even just look at a particular like a, at a, at something. I think it was a speaker we were looking at. Look at this speaker for one minute, and we could not even just look at it without thinking about, oh, it's a speaker. Well, look how big that speaker is, or God, is it time to stop thinking about the speaker yet? So this is a constant dialogue going on in our heads that is quite unhelpful most of the time. And especially so when you're doing something new, something a little bit scary, a little bit exciting. Um, and there was certainly a lot of that going on at the event. So every time I would like feel this voice starting up like, oh, nobody wants to talk to you or um, whatever it was, I would just say, okay, stop thinking. And I would almost immediately feel better. I would feel less stressed and like I could actually take the action I was trying to do, which was, you know, to go up to someone else and talk to them. So yeah, that was my biggest takeaway. Um, let me know if you try it and you have some good results from stopping thinking. So yeah. And, you know, if you need to just turn it to gratitude, you know, like if you can't stop thinking, then at least start thinking about what you're grateful for, because that is definitely better than the other, you know, dialogue story that was going on in your head. Um, so, yeah, another thing that I really loved about this event was that it was a great place to 
practice and get confidence talking about what it is you do. So, or what it is that you sell, what products you have, or, um, you know, about your business. So at the event, I use this time to practice um, how I talk about um, my retreats here in Japan. And I got a lot of really good feedback from people. People were really interested. They wanted to know more. And it was great to test out different um, different ways of talking about it with different people. So that was really a really big confidence booster for me there as well. So, you know, this was a, a long event and I was there for four days, every day for four days. And at about the third day, we were kind of like, oh my God, are we doing this again another day? But by the fourth day, we were just like, oh my God, it's going to finish tomorrow. Ah, no, we'll have to go back to reality. Don't want to do that. Um, but, you know, in that, in the moments where I was feeling that discomfort of like, oh, I cannot meet any more new people. I'm all new peopled out or uh, I, I've talked too much today and I just, I'm feeling drained or um, that's really outside my comfort zone to think of my business in this whole new, um, different, more, more sort of bigger, bigger version of it. Um, leaning into that discomfort was important. And because I can see now that in that moment, that was where I was changing. And Helen said to me on the way home, um, some, on the plane, we were talking about it. And I said how I felt like I'd taken a big step forward. And she said, no, no, a few big, step forward, big steps forward. So, yeah, it was nice to see that she could even see it in me. And other people said to me, too, I can see how you've transformed in just this short period of time. So that was, yeah, really awesome as well. Um, yeah, so now I'm back in Japan. I'm back in reality. I'm back at home with my family and all those other things that need to be done. So I think what's really important is to have your hit list when you get back from these events. Um, what's the one thing that you're going to do in the week after the event that's going to keep that momentum going? what do you, who do you need to follow up with? You know, you talk to all these people at events and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to invite you on my podcast or, Oh yes. Um, I was, you, you should definitely come to Japan for a retreat. But this was some of the conversations we were having. So who do you need to follow up with? Who do you need to send information to? Who do you need to invite to a podcast? Because the longer that it gets left, the more the, the vibe, the high vibe dies down, the excitement dies down and you get back into that, um, you know, daily grind and you wonder why was I inviting that person to my podcast? You can't quite remember what the magic was there So get there and do it, you know, get in and do it straight away. Get that stuff out of the way. Yeah. So those are just some of the things that I, that were my big takeaways from live, my live event, uh, visiting uh, business by design in California last week um, meeting and talking to James Wedmore in person and realizing that, yeah, I can, I can put myself on to people's radars just by being me and by being approachable and, you know, going up and saying hello to people. So as an introvert, four days of being on, um, and being in an extrovert mode at first I felt, um, 
yeah, I could feel my energy draining. Yeah. But uh, James himself is also an introvert said, come on introverts, you can play the extrovert for four days and then you can go home and chill out for, you know, a week if you need to, whatever, but just play the extrovert. And so that was like, okay, I'm going to play the extrovert. And in the end, I didn't need to play it. I was, it was fine. Um, I took time, like for those of you who are introverts, one little hack I had was just to tell people near me, in this case, it was um, Helen and Annie, who I was actually traveling with and, and spending time with after the events each day. Just tell them like, if I stop talking, I'm just recharging. And they were fine. They're like, okay. And luckily they're both extroverts. So <laughs> they, they were quite happy to, to talk, but I could feel myself recharging by just not talking by just choosing to not talk for, you know, while we're walking somewhere, I just walk behind and just not talk. And that was fine to just listen and, and let myself recharge a little that way. Um, yeah. So the introvert in me really did struggle for a few days there, but by the end I was like, okay, I'm need to play full out here. And yeah, that this, I almost forgot to tell you, guys that what happened when we got there was that we were so jet lagged we got to Laguna Beach we checked into our hotel and I was like I want to go home I'm not supposed to be here <laughs> I really did have this feeling and it was one it was because I was extremely tired and so I know never to listen to my to myself or that in a dialogue when I'm extremely tired or even a little bit tired um so I really just had this was just like, I'm so far out of my comfort zone right now. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow or how I'm going to deal with this. And I was extremely jet lagged. I was awake at two o'clock in the morning, California time, and I could not get back to sleep. It was horrible. So I had all, you know, my brain was thinking all the things. And so in the end I was like, okay, you've got to stop this. What, what could we change this to? So, I was thinking, okay, and my my coach, um, who I used to work with, Joe Bendel's voice popped into my head, and I know she would have asked me, "What is it when you get home from this event? What is it that you want to be able to say that you did?" And I was like, okay, so it's you know October thirty first. I'm back in Japan. I've just had an amazing event. I've met you know, so many new people, loads of people have told me they want to come to Japan for a retreat. Um, what else? Like all these things that I listed up. Um, I've, you know, spoken directly to James Whitmore. I've, um, you know, all these things, you know, that I just really, really wanted to happen during the event. And at that time that just seemed impossible because I just really wanted to go home. <laughs> but when I got to, got to the event on the first day and I was, you know, I had a great time, but I wasn't quite comfortable. And then on the second and third and fourth day, I really stepped into it. And I was like, okay, I'm playing full out so that I can get home and not regret um, how I acted at, at this event and got out of my own way again. And I can definitely say I did that. So a big thank you to Joe for her trip, for her coaching. <laughs> and, um, you know, your, your voice popped into my head just when I needed it at three o'clock in the morning in California. So that is a really awesome way that, you know, if you have something that's coming up and you're worried about, you know, how are you going to deal with it? Just think, what is it that 
you know, when you look back at it after it's finished, how do you want to feel? And that will help you to set the intention of how you need to be on that during that event or, you know, when that's happening. So if you've got, you know, maybe you've got a talk coming up, maybe it's an event, um, you know, maybe it's a job interview, just think, how do you want to feel after it's finished? And that will give you the, the knowledge, the insight as to how, you know, you can show up during that event. And even if you feel like you're putting on, a, you know, you're putting on a bit of a show to start with, it's, it won't take long before you're actually just naturally being that way. And I definitely felt that too, especially my first day, I felt like I really had to push myself to go up to people and start talking to them. But by the final day, I was just like, oh, you're in front of me. Okay, I'm going to talk to you. And that was another really weird thing that happened to me. And it happened, um, right, so on this, I think it was on the second day we were there, we had this um, talk, you know, um, Jim Fortin, who I've already mentioned twice, <laughs> got up and spoke. And I don't know what it was about his, um, his talk, but after that finished, like I, I really tried to take on board what he said. After that finished, um, the rest of the day I had like for the, you know, the rest of the event, I had people come up to me several times and say, I don't know what it is, but I just had this feeling that I really need to talk to you. Two or three people said that to me and it was quite spooky. But then as we talked more and more and more, I could, you know, it was obvious why they were there to talk to me. Um, one of them, you know, what had some amazing information for me that I really needed to hear. Um, another person was just amazing to be in her presence as she has such a great um, vibe and aura about her. And yeah, we had loads of things in common to talk about. So after that, um, I decided to really, you know, just turn off my uh, internal dialogue. And because when you do that, then you can let your, your actual intuition can actually start to tell you things because you can hear it. Yeah. Because you've turned off your internal dialogue. And when I did that, um, I started to find people who I needed to talk to. So um, I would turn off my internal dialogue and just be like, okay, let's just follow your intuition. And I would go up to people and just start talking. And it yeah, it was amazing how those people were completely, you know, open and accepting to talking to me as well. So for all of you um, who are listening, who, you know, really struggle with networking events or going to these kind of events, um, all I can say is just go and do it and practice. You know, you can practice this. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And I just had like a four day boot camp on this. So <laughs> it feels extremely easy now um, compared to a week ago. So yeah, this like even a year ago, I would have been like, no, I can't do networking at big events. Uh, like I can, you know, if it's a room of 10 people, yes, maybe. But if it's more than that, um, no, no ways, Jose. I'd rather poke my eyes out. But <laughs> now that I've gone through this, I can see, okay, yeah, I'm really, yeah, building my confidence in this area. And it's something you can practice and get better at. It's not something that you have to be a natural.
Yeah. So I hope that inspires some of you to get out there and do that. And yeah, so that's all I have to talk to you about today. Now, one thing I would love to hear from some of you have, and I've heard this quite a lot recently, people saying to me, I want to start a podcast, but I don't know how, or I'm not sure if I have the time or whatever it is. So I would love to hear from you. If you are thinking, I'd like to start a podcast, um, then please get uh, contact me on Instagram. I'm at Jane Nakata on Instagram, or send me an email at um, Jane, J-A-Y-N-E, at janenakata.com, or you can catch me on Facebook at Transformations with Jane, and just say, hi, Jane, I'm thinking about starting my podcast on XYZ, um, but I haven't because uh, blah, blah, blah. Now, I want to hear... I want to hear your excuses why you haven't started. <laughs> okay. So yeah, please do get in contact with me because there are more and more women in Japan, especially who are wanting to start a podcast. I've definitely heard that from people and I'd love to see how I can support you with that. So yeah, please get in contact with me. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. You and you won't be burdening me at all. Okay. So yeah, that's all I have for you today. I hope that you um, could take at least one thing hopefully away from that whether it's you know how you can go about um, doing something for that's you know completely free for you and you know leaving your family for a few days because I thoroughly recommend that and you know there were a lot of mothers at this event and they all were saying you know I'm really looking forward to seeing my family when I get home now, how often do you feel like that really? Um, you know, with, when your kids are away at school and they come home, you might be like, oh, I did miss them a little bit. But if you actually go away for, you know, a day, two or three days, and that, that amazing feeling like, I just cannot wait to see my family again. We don't get that very often as mothers, yeah. Um, we do get little doses of it, you know, when they're at school or whatever. Um, but you know, being away for a more of an extended period, it makes everyone else's hearts grow fonder too. And, you know, those cuddles and snuggles after I got back from my kids are just, you know, I just really appreciate them a lot more um, from having had that time away. And a lot of the other mothers around me were saying the same thing. Um, I'm really enjoying being here. It's fabulous. And I'm really looking forward to seeing my family when I get home. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for listening. I look forward to hearing from you who's starting a podcast out there, who's thinking about it, but hasn't done it for whatever reason. Um, please tell me your takeaways from this episode. I can't wait to hear, um, you know, if there's something in there that you are going to use as well. And yeah, have a great day and I will talk to you again soon. Bye bye. みなさん、こんにちは。今日のエピソードの内容、あの、聞き取れましたかちょっとサマリーを、あの、しますので。じゃあ、ジェンは、あの、先週、カリフォルニアに
一週間行ってきました。で、そのイベントに行くために何が必要だったのかは、まあ多分一番大事なのは、その行くことを決めました。行く、私が行けるっていうことを決めたら、なんとなくうまくきました。あの、どうやって行くとか、あんまり考えないで、ただ、あの、行きますっていうことを決めたら、なんか自然に行けるようになってきました。あの、まあ、近くに親戚がいないので、あの、例えば、近所のお友達とか、あの、まあ、自分のお友達をあのお願いして、助けてくださいって言ったら、みんな喜んで、もちろん、面倒見ますよって言ってくれたので、あの、面倒見、みんな、面倒見る人がいないと思ってたのは、私の思い込みだけだったんですね。あの、お願いするのは、ちょっと難しいですよね。あの、遠慮するよね。なので、遠慮しないで、人にお願いして、で、その助けをもらったら感謝する。うん、感謝の気持ちでありがとうって言ったら大丈夫ですっていうアイディアをちょっと慣れてきたので、あの、いけるようになりました。だんうちの旦那も、あの、私のサポーターなので、本当にもうすぐいいよ、できてって言ってくれたので、もう、本当にありがたいですね。その、そういう旦那が、あの、多分、まあ、まあ結婚してよかったなと思うんですけど、ずっと私たちが二人で子供を育ててるっていうアイディアで、あの、子育て中なので<笑>。なので、あの、私がママなので、子供の面倒を見る担当を 100% 私ですっていうの、っていうアイディアじゃなかったんですね。もう本当に赤ちゃんの頃からずっと少しずつ旦那に、あの、子供たちの面倒を任せて、で、帰、あの、出かけて帰ってきたらありがとうっていうのを繰り返して7年間、続いたら1週間1人で海外出張っていうんだけど、海外出張に行けるようになって、できてま、きました。で、いない間に、あんまり、あの、時差がちょっと難しかったので、あんまり子供の顔を見るチャンスがなくて、あの、スカイプがあるのに、もう、私が起き、起きたら、子供たちが寝てるか、学校にいるか、そういう状態が続いてたんですけど、あの、大丈夫だったんですね。もう旦那、何にも連絡はないから、みんな元気だろうと思いました。で、旦那に聞いてみたら、あの、子供たちは大丈夫とか聞いたら、もう全然大丈夫ですよ。ママのことはあんまり考えてないみたいって。<笑>もう、ちょっと、えー、と思ったんだけど、でも、いや、あの、私のことを好きじゃないんじゃなくて、あの、ママのことが、
、もう全然大丈夫なので、いなくても楽しく過ごせるのはいいことでしょうって、というふうな考え方に、もうし、にしたら、私もカリフォルニアに楽しく過ごしてたし、子供たちも日本で楽しく過ごしてたらしいんですね。あの、本当に、じゃあ、うまくいったら、あと次,次は何だろうっていうワクワクの気持ちになりました。で、もうその、まあ、イベントに行って、私はあんまり人と一緒に過ごす、ずっと過ごすのは苦手なんですよ。あの、なんか出かけて2、3時間、楽しくは過ごせるけど、その後、すごいエネルギーがダウンになっちゃうので、4日間のイベントに行くのはちょっと緊張してて、大丈夫なのかなと思って。でも、なんとなく<笑>無事に、あの、いろんな知らない人と話したり、いろんな新しいあのお友達ゲットしたので、本当に嬉しかった。自分の成長が、すごくわかるようになって、あの、本当にもう自信満々で帰ってきました。<笑>なので、私の、あの、その、そのイベントに行って、帰ってきたらどんな気分になりたいなのか、すごく大事と思います。あの、イベントにの、あの、ラグナビーチというところに着いたら、もう時差ボケが大変で疲れてたから、もう帰りたかったんですよ。もう私はこういう高級レベルな、まあ、ハイレベルなイベントを出れないでしょうとか、こんな私でいいのみたいな話の頭の中でそういう話ばっかりだったので、でも私の,あの元のコーチがいつも聞いてたのは、このイベントが終わったら、あの、100% マンチャしたのはどういうことなのか考えなさいっていつも言ってたので、じゃあそのもう朝の3時に目が覚めちゃって寝れなかった私が、じゃあこのイベントが終わって福島に帰ったら本当に 100% でマンチャした。あともういっぱいいっぱい知らない人と話して仲良くなるとか、あと、あの、そのオーガナイザーのジェームズ・ウェイトモーと直接話して、話したとか、そういう目標をつけて、で、イベントが,が終わったら、もう、全部クリアできたので、すごく満足した気分で帰ってきました。なので、皆さんも、それを使ってみてください。あの、今度、あの、ジェーンのイベントがあります。12月、あの、2018年の12月、あの、9日、旧日曜日、いわき市の湯本温泉で1日のイベントがあります。で、その、もし、あの、多分、あの、来てる人が聞いてると思うんですけど、あの、もしそのイベントに来たら、目標は何だろうこのイベントが終わって、どんなことを、あの、どんな気分になりたいとか、どんなことできたのかとか
もうちょっと考えてみてください。あの、多分緊張してるかもしれない。あと、あの、た、例えば新しい人と話すのが苦手という人でも、その目標、その決めとくと、どんな行動をすればいいのかをちょっと分かってきます。で、帰ったら、いや、今日はよくできたなと思えるようになると思います。ぜひ使ってみてください。で、そのイベントの内容は、あの、inspire you in you 元っていう<笑>イベントなんですけど、あの、皆さん、どんなことするのかなって思うかもしれない。あの、いわき市、あの福島県のいわき市に、こういうイベントはなかなかないので、とても貴重な体験ですね。で、inspire, inspiration. っていうテーマで皆さんに来てもらって、あと、あの、日本人、私の話とか、あと、日本人女性の今までの、あの、道の話を聞いて、自分もどんなことできるんだろうと、ちょっと思うようにな,なるのは目的ですね。で、い、あの、その、いろん、このイベントにいる人たちはみんなちょっとなんか今の人生がちょっと不満なことがあるかもしれないっていう人たちが集まってどうやって理想な人生になるのか考える時間になるんですね。で、お母さんたちとかまあ女性、女性は大体忙しすぎてこういう考える時間が少ないんですよね。なので、ぜひ、このイベントに来て、真剣に、あの、いろんなスピーカーの話を聞いたり、いろんな素敵な新しい友達に会ったり、あと、美味しいもの食べて、お風呂、あの、温泉、温泉に入ってリラックスして、元気、元気のお母さんとして、家族に帰るっていう目的のイベント。で、もし、あの、参加したいなと思ってるんだったら、あの、ぜひ、ジェインのウェブサイトからチケットを買えますので、あの、jayne, なかた .com で、スラッシュ、inspire, i-n-s-p-i-r-e janenakota.com slash inspire っていうサイトに行ったら、そこであのチケットの販売をしているので、ぜひ早めに購入してください。あと、多分10枚くらいしかないので、ぜひ早めに<笑>決めてください。じゃあ、皆さん、ここまで聞いてくれてありがとうございました。We'll、see you next time. Bye bye. Thank、you